Welcome back to a uh, special episode of the High Rollers, where it's just me uh, outside here in the gazebo. You know the zeb, and I just thought I'd give my settled thoughts about Starcoaster after I uh, had uh, the. I went on the first day of previews, yeah, and um, you know, really only did it because I knew. Um, few other people were going uh shout outs to coaster talk and uh friends of but yeah uh basically had a normal day at bush gardens you know went there saw uh, i skipped getting upgrade immediately because there was a pretty big line and then um at that point i was just hanging with uh coaster talk you know we got pretzels we got a few drinks timmy got lucky with two <laughs> with his uh only supposed to be one sample, but you know, guy the uh, shout out to that uh, that worker. You know, there was some there was some misinformation. So uh, he was doing some guest recovery, you know. And yeah, we uh, rode Alpengeist, rode Revolton, did uh, basically everything. Pantheon was closed for some reason. I'm assuming uh, they thought it was a light day, but this isn't. A trip report this is dark coaster and essentially uh i didn't get in line until around 8 uh 8 15 was waiting for my good friend will uh a big part of the bcs black coaster society and yeah i yeah in fact before this i was talking and getting information about i mean by the time this comes out you guys will know grizzly opening saturday uh may 13th but uh, yeah, we, uh, met up with Will, you know, he, busy, ended up getting there when he did, but at least he got there, and we got ourselves in line, and then, there were photos showing, at first, uh, you know, just a preview, just to show your access was already long, and people were saying that that's not a good sign, and that means, they're gonna be waiting for at least an hour, at least an hour. Keep that in mind. We get in fine, but we wrap around the corner and start getting our pictures, obviously. And honestly, the facade looks good. It does look really good, especially at the time that we went on and uh, started going around the outside of the queue and even leaving the ride, which uh, we'll get to that. But um, the facade and everything, the Dark Hoser logo, it looks nice. Um, and then once you get in, it's eerie. You know, there were complaints. We were talking with some people that have been on Dark Castle before. It was kind of nice, you know, seeing uh, even uh, some workers there having a good time, enjoying the previews. Um, it was nice to see that uh, there was Dark Castle still there, you know. Um, a lot of the statues in the front were the same. Uh, we used the whole queue. And they had to because um, this ride's capacity... It might be some of the worst in the States. And people will think, oh, is it the operators? No, it's not the operators. They're doing great. You know, they're doing what they can, trying to move it as fast as they can. I think it was just an overlook in design. Not, not even just by SeaWorld. Not even by the people that helped design the ride at Bush. But Intamin themselves. I think this is a design flaw in this ride model. Um, 
specifically with how they uh, made it go around twice, and then it has to wait at the end of, of the switch track in the block section for us to come back to that station. Because this line took us... Well, this is... Man, we would... So we were wrapping around. The outside section alone took us around an hour, uh, a little bit above. Uh, it was about an hour and a half. Yeah, looking at my timestamps on the videos. But at least at first, you're getting in, seeing the lighting of the purple and all, and the music they have at the beginning and walking around. Uh, it's nice. I wish they had a little more stuff around, but I guess they, you know, they kept the exact same cube. So they're working with what they work with. Um, I don't know if they will add anything more, which precursor to all of this, a lot of the effects, apparently, I don't even know if a lot, let's just say a good amount of effects were not in order. So let's say like 50% of the ride was not functioning in it. And I'm not sure how much that will improve my review, but in general, um, We'll see later with my thoughts. But yeah, the queue outside was nice to be back, but it gets old once you get to the 45-minute mark and barely moving. A lot of five-minute, seven-minute standstills. It was really... It was getting to that point. Um, it was also getting to the point where the ride did break down, I assume, because there wasn't so very long, like that seven-minute standstill. And um, there was applause, you know, so we started moving again. It was a good sign. It got to the point where there were so many three, five-minute standstills. People were applauding whenever we were moving. <laughs> Granted, we were all having a good time, you know, just shitposting, um, talking with everyone around us, you know, just the opening day glamour. You know, one of the few times where it's like, even if I don't necessarily like this ride, we're all having a good time at the opening day. And, yeah, looking through the queue, seeing the statues of Ludwig, I forgot what the other person is, and that's uh, one thing I will say. I hope they just do more, not just with soundtrack, but add, like, some story elements talking about the story. Like, maybe some of King Ludwig, like, his ghost flying around, and then maybe some other ghost of the other character on the other side of the statue um, is talking and giving some just callbacks and maybe make more sense of it. Because at the moment, you don't really know what exactly is... Uh, a presence unless you're i guess really paying attention and or you just listen to the very end at the station spiel which i don't think is a i don't think is i think you should definitely build up that throughout the ride and like i said we'll see if they improve that but they really only have one facade looking back and nothing uh just a statue and nothing for roofing so we went in at night it's gonna be hot humid in the middle of summer we all know this virginia um i hope they add something for some sort of shading because i don't think the trees will be enough and yeah that's that's gonna be brutal especially with how long this line can get uh, keep in mind this is a thursday and a pass holder preview uh but going around we were finally <laughs> around an hour and a half when we finally got inside underneath the roofing and also, one thing I forgot to mention, uh, if it's somewhat cooler at night, it actually might be cold, <laughs> um, because they are just blowing fans to, I'm assuming, make the immersion we're getting in a cooler, like, Dark Castle, snowy environment, and, um, uh, yeah, it's kind of felt like I was getting fans blown on me and I was cold, I'm not going to lie to you, I appreciate it, though, but, uh, maybe, yeah, it's just... 
maybe only put that on when it's really a hot, hot day, you know. One thing I think will get better, and hopefully it will, and it was barely noticed, um, people thought it was dust, but no, it was actually fake snow being pumped, like, right at the entrance of the Dark Castle, like, before you go in, finally, once you reach in the queue. And uh, I hope that is just throughout the whole queue somehow, or just at least once you get closer to the the actual castle. Because you only saw it, at least when I was there, very minimally um, at the very entrance to the castle uh, from the queue. So hopefully that has improved. Uh, Once you get in here, uh, it starts getting a little rough because it's really not much. It's It's a switch back until you get over to some skis a uh i mean there, there's some chandeliers here right it's still a castle gothic theme but it's the same thing we had from dark castle same thing we had from frostbite the haunted maze and then they have finally a whole dark castle plaque which um basically i think that that reads exactly prince ludwig dark castle King to 1864, you know, the whole story behind that. The whole story of Dark Castle. Well, that was cool to see that, but it's like a little plaque near the end of these switchbacks, and then after that you see, uh, you see a pair of skis, equipment, like power equipment, crates. It's alright. You know, it's, it's something. You know, I'll give them that. Um, I wish more, uh, I mean, this is just nitpicking and not even nitpicking, but it would have been cool to have had uh, some Easter eggs onto the skis or whatnot. Otherwise, uh, the only thing here also is this is part of Dark Tours if you're looking at the theming. A lot of that is put around on those crates and the later part of the queue, which is the best part of the queue, uh, where they have the most moving and... uh, Kinetics happening, so. <clears throat> After that, you're going through the actual door, including closer to the, I'm assuming, like, the throne room, or the, where also the lab is, but, uh, right now it's condemned, because it's, uh, being looked over by dark tours, which, like I said, if you're not really paying attention, there's, there's no TVs or, or screens or anything, or audio to let you know about any story. You gotta look at the minimal when it does come up, and then, uh, make your assumptions but it says condemned no trespassing a structure known as dark castle you know these uh warning signs a danger unsafe building keep out dangerous and unsafe any unauthorized persons may be haunted i can't read the signature it could be something uh is an easter egg i'm gonna have to look back and see after here you get closer to the corridor of the throne room where you finally get into the laboratory like this it's not a lab it's more like a setup of a bunch of equipment that dark tours is um then connected to this haunted imagery that we assume uh, is i think it was young king ludwig so that's interesting the it definitely has a it has different it's like this painting of uh, king ludwig uh, definitely it sits there it's animated it has different themes it goes through like sometimes it's he's shooting electric through his eyes sometimes he just uh just flies away really fast and other times he like freezes you uh with the whole thing and that was actually long you could actually take a moment to look at and the whole room starts to flicker um even some of the equipment that the dark tours is using on this desk 
uh, begins to like have a little bit of malfunction, you see some of the screens flicker. So that, that's nice. That's, this is the best part of the queue. I wish this was throughout a lot of more of the queue and not just the very end because this is essentially it. But there is a little bit more after that. But uh, yeah, the being in this room is the best part. You see a lot of their uh, the immersion of being like, okay, Dark Torch is here. You know, they've set up. They're really trying to test out and, you know, experiment, see exactly uh, what has happened potentially in Dark Castle. So, yeah, you see this nice fireplace, a screen showing a storm above, hence why we're probably in snowmobiles. Uh, but we're inside, so uh, it's kind of weird. But yeah, you know, I guess that's why they're trying to blow the fans and stuff outside. But yeah, yeah. Uh, from here, uh, you finally get more ride safety requirements. Uh, you see a bunch of different equipment for jet skis above you once some shelving, and this is the last set of a uh, last switchback until you finally get to choose your row. And uh, this station was pretty cool. I will say, and have hints, uh, in the fact that you get to, you walk up these stairs, and then, uh, get on in the jet ski, um, to then go on your ride, yeah, a lot of this for here is more dark tour stuff, and caution, and a lot of equipment for skis and jet skis, until finally you go up the roads, you got a front row, uh, for the ride, honestly, uh, they don't really, unlike a lot of rides, where they basically make a longer road that really isn't, it's maybe, like, one more, group extra instead of making it like three or four more groups extra um so yeah we took advantage we waited as long as we did at this point it is 11 o'clock or excuse me it is 10 52 as we're no no we're at 11 by the time we get to the front literally looking at like becoming about to be the next ride and the trains look cool um frostbite 1719 and the other one is wild wolf 86 9684, which I'm assuming that is referencing Big Bad Wolf. I'm not sure about the other one. Frostbite is referencing uh, the, it's referencing Haunt. I'm silly. I just said that earlier. The 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 Hollow Scream maze. I was there, so I'm assuming they're really going to keep at this for um, for this, and they were gonna have to move May somewhere else. Yeah, um, it's very funny. So yeah, that's actually nice, nice Easter eggs there. I like to see. Um, but yeah, the trains, they say the first straddle coaster. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. They feel they are just seats on a jet ski train. You put on a lap bar, something special. Like it, it, it's a seat. Like you're not straddling anything. So when I hear that, you know, the capacity is that, you know, oh, they're not knowing exactly how to put down or deal with, dealt with a uh, train model like this before. I don't think, I don't think uh, park goers, like the general park goer is that dense. It is literally sitting on a seat and pulling a lap bar down. I, yeah, there's, um, this is the most gimmick marketing for getting people in I've ever, I've ever heard because, yeah. You do more straddling on Hagrid's, essentially, than you do on this ride. So, regardless, once you get on, the dispatches were clean. Um, we went through, and I think the best part of the theming is these four-pronged, like, four-pronged elements, arches, that are gothic you go through. And 
Then you launch. The launches are pretty good. I'll just get that out of the way. And I'll also say from here, there's not much to talk about the showroom. It's... <sighs> there's more immersion in the queue than there is the actual ride. And preface again, uh, apparently a lot of said effects not working. But even for what we got, I feel the room is not dark enough. I'm seeing exit signs everywhere. I'm seeing the track around me, which I, which what was the reason why I had this complaint is around just across the midway, for Bolton does such a better job at covering all of that. Like I am, it's pitch black in the middle. Wait, can we run at night? Now, I don't know if the effect of being straight from sunlight into the dark really has an effect on Verbolton, you know, being darker probably does. But I think just more blackened sheets around areas. More thematic elements to cover it, and we'll see if that has helped. But the ride itself, fine for families. You know, the ride itself was fine. It uh, will be fun for a lot of kids. The, the launches are the best part. The second launch, uh, in particular, there's a uh, really... Uh, forceful element you get like pushed and snapped um to the right it's pretty aggressive banking but that's really it you know uh, no airtime don't expect any of that don't expect uh, really any positives expect to have a, a fun little ride and it would be really amplified if it were a, a at least decent thematic experience and even at the end uh, where you go through the mouth that was that was lame um, i was more impressed in the technology and in uh, the fact that it was running pretty smoothly with the uh, switch track and all that stuff, the Mobius loop, that was cool. You know, being able to go on that and uh, seeing how switch tracks have just come so far. Yeah. Um, this will be great for families. For the ride experience. I don't know about capacity because by the time we had uh, gotten this photo, it was 11.07. Standing outside. Of the we were literally... Some of the last people in Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, that night. Um, when I got to the, my car, I was the last car. At least I could see. It was it was crazy. That was wild to see. I've never seen the park like that. I never closed Bush Gardens like that. Um, and you guys probably know why, but yeah, we. Oof. That was pass holder previews on a Thursday. That's what I said earlier. What is going to happen in the middle of summer? Middle of the day, hot. Where the fans are just going to blow hot, humid air at you. And it's not going to be any cooling air. Hopefully they had mist. But. Yeah, this is. Um, I'm really worried about this capacity. People were doing operation tests. And this is nothing against the operators. This is literally a design flaw of the ride. Um, they were doing rides per hour. It was 336. Right, three minutes. Because the ride has ten riders. Two trains. It has to go through a pretty decent cycle until it's the very end after the switch track and then back until you're behind the station in the block section it's i don't know if there's anything they can do to improve that and that is a big flaw like even on lighter days you might feel it a bit you know because verbolton and invader the reasons they even have lines is because bush gardens struggling you know they don't have anything with 
family of 48 inches or under. So this is one of those rides and now it's indoors. So when it's raining, this should be open. Oh, I might still just head at the Fest House because this is going to be, I'm going to, most of the outdoor queue is outside. No, no roofing. Uh, otherwise, yeah. Just my thoughts after sitting around, I really question the design at the end with really the size of the trains and not trying to get maybe a section, another block section, so a third train could potentially be put on. But it is what it is. Bush Gardens, Williamsburg made their choice, and we'll see what their decision or what their design choice is for their potentially upcoming ride behind Fest House. But if I'm going to give this a an objective rating, from what I got, it was a 5 out of 10. It probably will be pushed up to a 6 or 7, but subjectively, 4. As I just really wish they would have done more. Um, people will like it more than me, for sure. And they will appreciate it more than me. But I, this really made me love and appreciate the level of design that Bush had back then and what Dark Castle was as an attraction. And I really miss it now. And um, I do not think it lives up to that uh, sort of experience. But that was all that this episode was. It's a mini episode review of Dark Coaster, to my pass holder previews. Do I recommend? I mean, get the credit. You, I don't think you'll forget it. Um, and, more, and like I said, people will like it more than me. Uh, it's just, I wish the theming were more of a, uh, really more of a, more of a side for. As I feel, it's such a big proponent in being in a big showroom like that. Yeah. Um, go ahead and uh, get those follows on the socials, Instagram at the High Rollers DMV. Uh, go on and follow me at West Tower Coasters and RC at Old Line Airtime. If you're listening in uh, audio format but want to listen or to see a video or you listen on YouTube, you can go ahead and follow my YouTube at West Tower. And then uh, if you're the other way around, want to add us to your podcast uh, playlist on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go ahead and look us up there as well. So take care. Stay homey, everyone. Go out and get some rides. More mini reviews coming soon. Peace out.